All right. So, shall we begin? Sure. Any other questions? No, I'm fine. Yeah. This is episode number 59 of The Inspiring Talk with international speaker and author Mukta Mahajani. Welcome guys to The Inspiring Talk. My name is Vijay Gautam. I'm host for this show. Each week I interview today's most successful and inspiring personalities to help you realize your inner potential. I'm very excited for this one guys. My guest for this episode is Mukta Mahajani. Mukta is an author and international speaker on alternate dispute resolution methods with degrees in psychology, anthropology and law. In a career spanning over 20 years, Mukta has worked with World Bank Group. She has been guest lecturer at Institute of Repute such as New York City Bar Association, Mumbai University and IIT Bombay among others. She has been awarded with Star Youth Achiever Award by Global Youth Marketing Forum, Young Achiever Award by World HRD Congress among several other awards. Mukta has been writing on negotiation, dispute management and communication at the workplace for several years now. She has already published 3 books. Her latest book, The Code: Awaken the Hidden Wisdom of Your Heart, is about how we can resolve most of our problems by applying the wisdom of our heart on this episode mukta shares what does inner wisdom of heart means how to be in control of our emotions power of asking questions to oneself developing negotiation skills and a lot more i have thoroughly enjoyed having this conversation with mukta i hope you do as well now without further ado let me welcome Mukta Mahajani Welcome back inside this episode guys I'm sitting here with Mukta Mahajani Mukta thank you so much for being on the show Thanks for having me And congratulations on your book which was launched last week The Code Yes Yeah The Code uh, Awaken the Hidden Wisdom of the Heart It was launched by uh, Shri Vivek Vansarkar, who is Commissioner of Police wow. of Thane, and also by Shri Vithal Kamath, who is the Chairman of Orchid and Kamath Group of Hotels. The code awaken uh, the wisdom of your heart, yeah. right? So, uh, could you share a bit about what this book is all about? If if you have to quickly summarize uh, the the book, you make your uh, money work for you. Mm-hmm. You make your intellect. your talent work for you you make your hard work work for you you make your power and contacts in a semi negative sense sometimes work for you why don't you make your hidden wisdom work for you okay you have so much hidden wisdom within you to make the appropriate choices when the world is not going your way when life is throwing challenges like a googly or a curve ball mm-hmm. you know what to do but you just let seven attributes come in the way and you don't make the right decision when you regret it and mm-hmm. then either you go home and cry or you go to some elder person in the family a respected member of community and say what can i do how do i make things right but you're a mature adult you know how to make things right why not just rely on yourself for that that is the code basically 
mm-hmm. awakening your own hidden wisdom, getting over seven negative attributes, mm-hmm. and knowing that you yourself have the answers within you. Yeah. Um, so people talk about you know the wisdom of our brain, right? So we we talk about the um, mindset and uh, the the wisdom that you have in our brain. So you you are talking about the wisdom that you have in our heart, right? So what does that exactly means? The wisdom of our heart. Now that's a very interesting question which yeah. nobody has asked me before. So I thank you for that, Vijay. <laughs> wisdom of the heart, I believe, are the collection of experiences that we have hidden in our heart along the way that have come to us along the way. Good experiences, bad experiences, memories, conversations, interactions, friendships, relationships, every single thing, if we think about it, has taught us something. No experience in life is without some understanding. I don't believe life is a coincidence. I believe that if you want to learn and if you are synchronized with the universe, you will learn what you have to, you will get what you need to, what you want to. All these things in summation are you as a human being which remain with you always and beyond. And all you need to do is tap into yourself to know what you need at what point in time when you feel you need guidance or advice. You can first go to yourself. And this is your hidden wisdom. Things accumulated from the time that you remember. The experiences and our own life experiences. Yes, that you remember. True. The time memory you have. Yeah. When we get into those kind of difficult situations in our life, and you have said on your book about these seven deadly scenes that come, you know, as a barrier before you can tap into the hidden wisdom of your heart, right? So, and also when you are going through the difficult time, it's easier for anyone to look outside rather than looking inside, right? So how can one start looking inside of them? What stops them is that they look for solutions in the outside world before they look to themselves. Okay. People imagine themselves to be complete and perfect in not the sense one is supposed to in the spiritual or adhyatmic sense. People believe that something has happened and they have evolved enough to not really look within themselves to see if they have to learn something. But until the day we die, we are a growing process. We are an iterative process. We uh, need to remain open to learning. Okay. And when you're open to learning, you automatically wonder, what can I do in this situation? Mm-hmm. As they say, there is a very popular saying, either you win or you learn. So people look for instant gratification like uh, fast food outside when they are hungry rather than going home or making Maggi noodles. True. Rather than making some dal and rice, which may take slightly longer than making Maggi noodles and uh, and, uh, getting a chicken burger or a vegetarian (laughs) burger. It's a little bit like that. True. People, family, elders, friends, good people, bad people, they will give you instant advice. It's quick, isn't it? Yeah. Just tell me what to do. Yeah. It's not so great in the long term. If you pause, if you are aware of yourself, 
it takes slightly longer and i think at that point in time somebody is looking for a quick quick fix and just run out of yes. the situation yes yes oh i hate my boss or oh, why did my colleague get the promotion or oh, why am i treated like this or oh, why doesn't anybody listen to me or oh, the world must give me this and must give me that because i deserve it and the thing is perhaps you do perhaps you do deserve it mm-hmm. perhaps somebody is being unfair mm-hmm. perhaps you aren't being listened to but reacting in an outward sense and negative sense is like dealing with a problem with a problem and mm-hmm. not with a solution mm-hmm. it's like looking with at it with the same kind of mindset as the problem itself and if you think back to other experiences in your life you aren't going to get a solution when did you ever get a solution by ranting and raving and looking outside did your parents never tell you khud ke nazariye se nahi dusre ke nazariye se dekho look from somebody be empathetic empathy is a big form of wisdom listening from another person's viewpoint putting your sh- your feet in their shoes is a very big example of wisdom do you know there are scientists who have proven that over time not little bit healthy ranting raving but over time negativity and depression and anger and jealousy actually dull your brain you actually not able to function as well as you would and in some cases i believe longevity is affected so pray tell me why do you want to put yourself through that anger uh, greed jealousy ego you're burning yourself please understand you're only burning yourself bejoy i might have something against you which i clearly don't but you don't know that what is the point in me seething inside myself and wondering bejoy and some over expectation which is one negative attribute in the book and talking about uh, something that you know oh bejoy did not do this oh he did not do that well either you look at the situation for what it is and appreciate that it is not expected from me joy or if you feel so strongly about it just ask him hey you know what i thought perhaps this would also be done what we do you think we go out and tell to everybody else about that person yes so i don't want to leave and go talk about my joy behind his back deal with it find your own way to handle it get get it together get yourself apne aap ko kaboo mein rakho get yourself together and bejoy one thing i will clarify uh, at the outset this is not about serious crimes it's not about heartbreak it's not about you know those major things this is about your everyday small to medium ups and downs that can be avoided if you know that you can't control the outside you can control the inside your own inside nothing else you can control nothing else you can do that that is the code control yourself somebody who has been primed by the society that i have to react in such a you know certain way so maybe you know learning from the parents uh, you know to react on those kind of situation or jo- somebody joins the f- company for the first time and he sees that kind of culture in the organization and he says okay this is how it is and you know i'm supposed to do the same as well right so that's most of it um in if we talk from the organizational pers- perspective then it's percolating down from the senior leadership and all of that right so but it's not a one day transformation to um 
start looking within myself right so what should be the or what would be the first starting point where i rather than pointing to someone else or uh building all of those seven sins which you say you know anger and procrastination and over expectation and all of these different over ambition uh, over ambition jealousy. jealousy right so over competitiveness over competitiveness rather than you know allowing those things to build up so what would be the first step to uh you know to my journey in tapping my inner wisdom i believe it would be self awareness to the extent that if i look back and see how i reacted the first second third and fourth time clearly there would be no positive outcome to that interaction mm-hmm. either i have lost my friendship or i have created a more of a problem for myself or i have had to forcibly go to somebody and say i need help to get out of this situation or i have become um, depressed and guilty later on because i realized that i am not my family member i am not a negative person i am not what i have been taught bejoy every human being has their own set of learning and reality a reality that is passed on to them from their family which may be negative in nature does not have to be their reality parents identify with, with their uh, with their children so much that they subconsciously sometimes pass on a lot of things instead of showing restraint and children in turn think that if parents are reacting in a certain way in a situation then that culture is justified that truth is justified and therefore the reaction is justified but the culture and truth do not have to be that child's culture and truth you do not have to accept that to be your culture and your truth and if you separate that negativity not from your parent but the negativity of that person from who you are do you know you will actually realize that all of these seven negative attributes i don't have to actually be any of them i believe in competing only with myself i don't think anybody else in this world is that important that i compete with them so i don't really care i will either admire somebody or i will say oh my god really that's about it i won't do anything more than that with regard to somebody else's success so you don't actually have to be an angry person there is a story in the book where a young woman goes to a sage and says please help me uh, i am um, an angry person by nature and i'm a young woman and i'm scared and i don't want to be angry all the time and the sage says okay become angry right now and she says what i don't know how to do that and he said why you said you could be angry any time because it's your nature right she says oh no i'm not angry right now so he says let's identify what happened to make you angry that is what has made you angry an issue you are not an angry person but her reality has become that way because she's lived with such people all her life so she she thinks that anger is the most obvious reaction and being angry is the state of mind that she has to be in because she's simply living in that situation but she doesn't have to do that and for that you need self awareness you need to think a little about do you really have to go through this particular thing feeling negative if you can't walk away which many people can't because of circumstances 
can i not do something to feel positive about it healthy anger healthy jealousy healthy over ambition over expectations are always going to be there but you don't have to fret and kill yourself over it mm-hmm. your reality is your reality it's what makes you tick perhaps you'll go back and tell your uncle and auntie a way in which they will not be angry about whatever it is they are being angry true perhaps you will go back and you will teach them there is a story like that in my book about overcompetitiveness mm-hmm. where it is the next generation who goes back to their ceo fathers who tells them see dads outside of our office we can be friends we don't have to hate each other all the time it's not worth it the children made their own reality yeah so what i'm getting from you know what you have just said is number 1 reflecting on how you reacted on those situations Correct. right and uh, maybe you know putting them down on the paper is there any specific uh, practice that you do to reflect or uh, reflection so you know that you personally use so yes the code is um, how i do it which is why yeah. the code is written that way mm-hmm. it's about quote either from a religious text or individual or from um, world renowned leaders mm-hmm. like barack obama for example or mahatma gandhi ji or you have the ramayana or the bhagavad gita or the mahabharata or kashmir shaivism or vedanta or gautam buddha so and so forth and you have a one and a half minute read short story short and sweet stories followed by a takeaway section called the code mm-hmm. and five contemplation questions true after that yeah which uh, can reflect on your past present or your future or you might just find it interesting to uh, absorb imbibe so i actually love the way you know you have a you know structure your book by starting with a quote and then a story and that's followed by the code and then contemplation questions and i think asking you know right questions to somebody you know because i know it for a fact that when somebody asks you the right questions at the right moment you know that simple questions you don't have to be given one hour lecture or you don't have to be um given you know this long you don't even have to go through like any of these long 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 self help books to transform your life that one simple question can change the tra- trajectory of your life right so and i uh, love the way you have you know jotted down those questions to contemplate and looking Thanks. inside yourself right so one thing that i you know that uh, i i really love that idea and maybe having those set of questionnaires to ask yourself so do you have those questionnaires uh, that that you ask yourself that uh, you know in, in particular situations that you have set for yourself or h- how does it work or you you just come up with different set of questions for different situations well uh, one thing is that yes different questions apply to different situations clearly and uh, the exact format of the book i will uh, thank mr akasha who's the owner and publisher and friend of jaco publishing house for his guidance on putting the book format exactly the way it is we we talked a lot about it and he tweaked it and told me how things will look clearer so that's his guidance for me so apart from being a, a situation specific questionnaire the biggest thing about contemplation questions is contemplation so whatever you ask has to be something which you are able to ask yourself there are some questions which you clearly can't ask yourself it's really stupid 
and there are other questions which you know that they will make you think about yourself in a positive manner this is not about degrading anybody this is not about judging anybody i have all seven of these attributes inside me bijoy i'm telling you clearly this author is not telling her readers that you have these and therefore you know you are all people who need to work on themselves these are my experiences my thoughts my overheard conversations long lost impressions that i have culled and gotten together that i feel ultimately will only help people in some manner in looking at themselves becoming more aware of who they are perhaps they have one or more or none of the attributes in the book so definitely one of the exercise that you have said is reflecting so i think that's very very powerful because um i myself have started journaling uh in in 2018 and i have seen a lot of uh you know progress in aspect of whether it's uh building the productivity or getting those things uh you know done and also checking on my emotions that we are talking about right by joy writing inadvertently will reveal your deepest secrets mm-hmm. to you in the beginning it's hard uh you might find that for days you can't write something i would recommend to readers to write even if it is one line mm-hmm. i felt upset today because mm-hmm. i felt happy today because i have gratitude today because you will start having a relationship you will develop a relationship between you and your pen your pen and paper you will start longing soon to go back and express yourself on that paper and most importantly you will discover some new things about yourself oh i'm writing this i didn't think i would write this it's a non judgmental place in the universe for you and i'm telling you you feel light true so true yeah yeah and i think you know uh, going that one step further yeah. rather than just listing down the you know things that went good or that went bad on that day just asking that why questions why did it went good or you know why i'm free- feeling grateful as you have mentioned that's just so powerful i think you know uh, that opens up a whole new dimension and we might have never thought of that right so that that was one aspect of uh, reflection and another aspect that you have you know uh, shared is about embracing yourself right embracing your emotion if i do have i mean anger or if i do have jealousy or if i do have procrastination at the moment for me to change that the first thing is i need to embrace that right but it might not be easier for many people to embrace that so how can one go about embracing who they are or the, the i mean first accepting because you know the, the somebody could be in denial right so i i don't have anger even though they do have so how do you embrace yourself in that sort of situation i think uh, the quickest answer to your question is that out of 99 stories you will relate to some story or the other you will find yourself being honest with yourself yes i was high handed with that person um yes i did not listen to my employee because i thought he's too junior to listen to and he is the one who came up with the solution but um, the code falls in learning and self help categories 
so when you're picking up that book you have to have an openness to want to without judgment discover something about yourself or to move forward it's like uh, picking up a book on uh, the planet and um, saturn or the galaxy i don't have interest for example if i do but i'm just saying perhaps for example i don't i won't go to that section i will not look for books on science if i'm in not, denial i will not yeah. look for books on cookery because my mom may have said come on look at your age now you don't know how to cook <laughs> i'm like forget it you know and i am not going to go to that section and pick up that book on maharashtrian recipes no matter what it's like that if you don't want to learn anything about yourself then don't pick up the book in terms of you will not go to a self help section in a bookstore you will not go to a learning section in a bookstore and then down the line you will wonder why negative things are happening to you why why do i admire a wise person why do i feel wisdom is emanating from him because he has remained open to learning there was a, there is a sage and somebody asked her what is the purpose of your being and she said the purpose of my being is to learn and to teach that is why i am on this earth believe me uh we spoke a little bit about this much much earlier before we began this and we don't have just one life to do one thing bijoy our life is not about getting into a job and becoming a vice president or director retiring with benefits perhaps for somebody that might be the best thing but then what will you do if it doesn't work believe me i have had so many setbacks in my life i call myself the queen of setbacks i have done so many different things in my life i have done them because i have had no choice i, I just wanted to work somewhere so i did it but mostly i have reinvented myself mostly i have looked within myself to see okay this is not working out for me this is ended now what else can i do or i feel that i have reached my capacity in this assignment i have reached my capacity as this particular in particular person and so what if i have i am not a failure because i reached my capacity i want to now do something else i don't want to do that particular thing anymore or maybe i'll do it in varying degrees you can be a lawyer you can be a, a mediation specialist you can be an author you can be a researcher you can be uh, an international speaker you can be anything in one life you can do any of these things you can be successful in all of these things you don't have to do just one thing and be just one person in your life as long as you're open to learning new experiences new people knowledge books arts how much there is to learn from a being like that how can you want to go through life not knowing about his work art cinema at his best so you keep evolving as long as as johnny walker kept saying keep on walking that's life to me that is what code is that is about evolution until the day you die you can keep learning you have never stopped learning you have never stopped evolving you are not perfect in the human being sense in that sense you know none of us are in our own selves we are perfect that is spirituality that's a different different thing altogether 
otherwise calling ourselves perfect is like ego yeah so i think uh, you have made a kind of great point in uh, like we don't have to follow the way it used to be right so get onto one job or maybe get onto one thing and then settle on that throughout your life no matter whether you like that or whether you hate it right so but now we have a lot of options and uh, with uh, let's say internet especially a lot of things have opened up so there are so many things that never existed 10 years back now we have those opportunities right nobody thought of being a youtuber and you know or maybe a podcaster right and then going yes. full time in uh, in you know you know following their passion on uh, creating content right so that's uh, that's uh, definitely we do have that in front of us so we um, you know as a generation we are more luckier in yes. in in that sense right we because we have a lot of whole range of opportunities in front of us also switching a bit of gears you you know you said that you would like to call yourself the queen of setbacks right <laughs> so, yes. so i would like to um here you know some of the setbacks are the one which you think are the biggest one if you'd like to share definitely and uh, uh, and and the lessons learned out of uh, that setback well uh, there are two very big defining things mm-hmm. uh, in my life that made me an author okay yeah i think that would be an interesting conversation uh, because I, i i should have asked you that how you became an author from being a lawyer and a mediation you know yes. uh, specialist so yeah i mean yeah please go ahead so i used to work in a really nice job i loved that job and uh, this was about 20 years ago okay and i loved the people i loved everything about it to the extent that i grew very quickly i got to work with very senior people very fast but i was uh, disliked by my boss and i didn't know how to handle it and i left my job and that has always stayed with me that as a young person barely into her 20s i couldn't handle it um there was nothing i felt i could do uh, emotionally speaking i was so miserable that the work didn't matter to me and uh, i was into mainstream law at that time and then i got into becoming a mediation specialist and uh, i loved doing that and i was sitting with one of these people in bombay and um, he is a very high level individual and we were working together on this document once and he said to me well what else do you want to do in life and i said i i guest lecturer at iit bombay i used to run two courses at mumbai university on law one of which which one of which i co-founded with the then um, hod of law and he said but what else and i said so what do you mean what else and he said to me that uh, you know mukta you have enormous talent and this is not enough in your life and i went back home and i said to myself oh my god what answer am i going to give this person 
Um, I can't go back to him and say that I've thought of nothing else to do. I respect him and admire him that much. And uh, he was also somebody who uh, stood by me in my initial journey of becoming a mediation specialist after returning from World Bank. So the corporate job happened, then World Bank happened, then mediation specialist happened. And uh, I spoke to my mother and I said, you know what, I want to write because I had this uh, co-authored, co-researched book with the World Bank. And she said, well, if you think you can do it, then do it, you know. Um, my mom is great. Whatever I want to do, she's fine. So I uh, took my synopsis and my little bit of chapters and I uh, approached Jaiko and the rest was history. And um, so I got into writing on business management, negotiation and communication because I wish Abhijoy, I knew some things because of which I could have stayed in that job. And I don't have regrets, but because I became an author, I think partly because of that. So let's talk and power play are really about hanging in there. Yeah. Yeah. When both of them, get, I think they are influenced by that particular incident. Yes. Greatly yeah, influenced. Yeah. And my writing as a whole is influenced by this one person who stood by me in my mediation career and who said to me that you have so much talent and you are not using it and I don't like it. And I was like, oh gosh, sir. Okay. I need to think about this. And after which I felt that I wanted to move into the learning and self-help genre because I believed that a part of speaking and listening, a part goes beyond that, which is about looking into yourself. So I felt I had written enough on the subject of how to negotiate and how to communicate. But now I wanted to look a little more into how you look at bettering yourself as a person, becoming less agitated or becoming less negative. So uh, one was a setback and one was like a rocket which launched me. But uh, <laughs> yeah, that was one setback which really defined me. I mean, it was really difficult to quit that job. But I couldn't, my health was getting affected. I was getting affected and I didn't want to stay there. So... Yeah, I think sometimes, you know, trying and find those silver lines on the darkest phase of our life can help us really, you know, maybe turn our life and take it to the direction that would otherwise, you know, you, you could have never explored yeah. this new potential or the hidden wisdom that you had within yourself. I mean, I'm lucky, Bajor, that uh, A, I have this ambitious streak, mm -hmm. over ambitious streak. <laughs> and B, I have a very supportive mother and very supportive colleagues. So, but at the end of the day, that being said, I had to choose a path for myself. I still remained a lawyer. I still remain a mediation specialist, but I uh, love being an author. And that came from me. Nobody told me to become an author. Uh, the person who was very good to me did not tell me, Mukta, do this. My mother did not say, okay, now I'm telling you that I think you should be this. Ultimately, you have to tap into yourself if you want to survive. It's very simple. And, uh, you know, overambition is one thing that you have just mentioned. And uh, sometimes I feel myself that you know being over ambitious 
brings in the stress because you are putting you know a lot of pressure on yourself by having those ambitions and uh, and it's easier for you to sometimes forget you know where you are it itself is a lot and that's something that you should be happy about but you sometimes forget those right so how you yourself deal with over ambition there are two things to deal with over ambition your ability and your reality so um among a tiger can't do a monkey's job a leopard can't do an owl's job an elephant can't be a tiger and so and so forth i can't become an astronaut i don't understand maths and science i cannot be a scientist to save my life so i cannot have a setback and then say ha huh, let me just phone bijoy my new friend and say bijoy teach me to become a scientist bijoy is going to just put the phone down and say good night types you know i can't do that what do i know about myself what do i know about my past successes what did what do i love doing what is it that makes me feel i can get up in the morning and that can be a hundred things it doesn't have to be any one thing and most importantly it doesn't have to be a person if you have if you want to be happy focus on a goal not a human being take this as free from me not a human being your goal no matter what that is doesn't have to be money oriented it can be money oriented so your ability and second your reality can i write mm-hmm. yes i can write perhaps at that point in time i go to a publisher say who says mukta this is great but we don't have that genre really why are you coming to us that's a mild example of reality bhaiya kya karo matlab that person can't do anything for you what is the point mm-hmm. in doing that or you have a reality but no ability you have the best opportunities in some particular field say for example you want the glamour of hotel management you want to wear those beautiful sarees you want to meet the chief guests you want to meet the vvips and the actresses and actors who come for functions but you're fat uh you can't go into hotel management in a non desk job the glamorous job not the job which where you sit uh, you know in housekeeping or something which is not a bad job but i'm talking about a body weight situation you know, as an example if i want to be in the front office if i want to be a general manager if i want to be um, going around meeting these people and welcoming them and be in charge of events or whatever it is formally called i can't be fat so the opportunity might be there but the reality is not there so curbing your over ambition is mainly about these two things can you make sure that these two are in place or can you do something to work hard to do that say you feel that you've done a six months stint because you had a contact and you loved hotel management well then take six months out and lose your weight because you feel you're good at it you can go to catering college you can get an uh, get your qualifications you can do whatever then work on yourself then that is the only way you can reach that goal of getting into the hotel business so it's that it's it's your reality it's what we call in marathi vastu sthiti it is what it is it's not what it should have been it should it's not what it could have been it is what it is 
look at your own talent perhaps i was not into a, a mediation and i was not going to be great at mediation what would be the point in trying to work with somebody if i'm not good he or she is not going to give me an opportunity but when i went abroad after i stopped being a corporate lawyer i took courses in mediation i took courses in negotiation i had to figure out for myself well i like this field which is out of court settlements it's not mainstream law but can i do it am i good at it i discovered that i am good at it which is where i could take it forward but there is a process of self understanding and that is what i'm getting at and by no means does any of this involve shirking your responsibilities shirking your family going on your own trip and saying that i've given up life i'm getting into sanyas and that is what mukta said i should do follow your heart please baba i'm not saying that <laughs> uh i really loved you know the insights that you have uh put forth in carving the over ambition so knowing your reality and knowing is it for you or not just because your friend of yours Correct. is doing it absolutely. doesn't mean that you can do it as well absolutely but if you want to achieve that then why not get help of that person or maybe do you know what you are best at rather than venturing into something that you know that you know you are not best at and you would be wasting your time yeah. right that's a, that's a really a a great point um so i quickly would like to touch upon on the we have discussed uh, you know about uh, you know lot of things from your latest book the code but uh, your previous two books were more of negotiations and communication so um maybe we don't have that much time to go into in depth of each of those aspects but i would like to quickly um you know ask you about since uh one thing is your own example of uh having to uh you know having no enough resources available with you at the point in time when you have to quit your job that you loved and from that taking that inspiration and putting it on your two books right so uh let's talk and power play right so these both of these books are on those aspects of negotiations and communication so um why negotiation skills are uh, important in workplace and uh, in our life as well it's basically so that you are able to get the results that you want in any given situation but keeping in mind that you also have to successfully give back to somebody else so i want a certain end result but i will also carry the joy with me so basically negotiation has many many formats mm-hmm. but the most common format of negotiation is what you call a win-win situation and i would look at uh, a situation where i have an apple pie or a cheese pie and a cheese souffle and i am going to share it equally with everybody in the room and negotiation is not about losing and therefore winning and having to absolutely have to give something up and only then getting what you want no it's getting in various degrees what you want and the people with you also getting what they want 
that is a true negotiation and not uh, uh the, there are some negotiations which will never be successful uh, because there is no uh, sharing possibility it there is only one prize that can't be shared hmm so for example if you go to consumer court mm mm-hmm. because an airline lost your baggage you can't negotiate there there aren't any variables to negotiate you either have to get your luggage back or you have to be compensated for that luggage but otherwise in life if you look hard enough you will find enough variables so that everybody gets something and at the end of the day um, if people don't matter to you then don't negotiate hmm but if you if people matter to you as you grow in life you have to carry people with you you don't leave an organization badly mm-hmm. i have not left any place in my life where i have not been able to go back and have lunch or a cup of coffee nowhere including the job that i left mm-hmm. and the people who gave me trouble then today are my friends and they say can we work together i'm like yeah sure let's talk about that that is negotiation don't close doors on people you are closing doors on yourself that's very powerful that is negotiation it was a moment of personal happiness not pride or ego but happiness when the people i worked with and i won't specify whether it's india or abroad but who came back to me and said we want to work with you and i was like ha huh. i was like <laughs> sure let's talk about it yeah so what are the possible causes for the failed negotiations a uh, bad nego okay so uh, you can either negotiate by yourself which is like you and me sitting and discussing something or you can have a facilitator present who is guiding the negotiation if he's a bad one negotiation is going to fail that's the first thing secondly like i said it's the nature of the beast if you are a person who is uh, only into fighting and litigation and winning at no cost you're going to be closed minded and nobody can convince you to negotiate not even of the best negotiator in the world so you are so rigid on your own yes. perceptions yes mm. nobody can help you yeah it's not magic bijoy it's self effort why because you want to help people and yourself and you want to carry relationships friendships with you not i'm not talking about heavy heavy type you want to have a cordial relationship with everybody in your life as far as possible if i can help you i can help you if i can't i can tell you nicely why i can't help you that's negotiation so either you have a, a bad advisor or you just don't get it you just do not want to listen nobody can help you then i'm telling you straight off in my books i have a disclaimer if you have like a crazy boss or some psycho i can't help you okay <laughs> don't say mukta did not help us <laughs> i don't specialize in that <laughs> yeah you should be prepared for yes. i mean before any any changes or any at positive least outcome you right you have to so, open to talking at true. least maybe genuinely you can't reach an agreement at least talk about it you know victim of circumstances bhi ho sakta hai kabhi kabhi but at least be open to it yeah amazing so i'm uh, really enjoying this conversation thank with you thank you mukta. so much thank you so now it's time for the enlightening round are you excited uh excited and i'm wondering what's coming yes yes so it's a 
pretty much like a rapid fire round, wow. but I don't call them rapid fire. It's an enlightening round, what okay. we call on this podcast, right? So, Mukta, um, you have been doing this amazing work and inspiring a lot of people through your books and the talks uh, that you give on IITs and other organizations uh, and all, all the, you know, uh, work that you do. So what inspires you to do everything that you do? My grandfather, barrister S.K. Vankhede, who, is, uh, who was a lawyer politician, inspires me to do everything. Anything specific you'd like to share or any incident? Uh, so this is supposed to be rapid fire round, but when, uh, you know, I see something interesting like that coming in, I would love to learn more on if there is anything specific that he told you or the act or something that he did or, uh, or, or anything in particular that inspires you about your grandfather. He was a very well-known person. And uh, he was a very successful man. He was loved by practically every single person that I know. He told me once that, Mukta, you can love everything in your life, but don't ever fall in love with money. He gave me that advice. And he was uh, not only very successful himself, like I said, I don't know a person who had anything against him. And I don't know if I can even be 1% of that person, that human being who did everything and yet was there for that little girl whenever she needed him. And uh, humanity, humility love for people. He taught me those things. And I wish he was there to see me as an author. And uh, Let's Talk was a crossword bestseller. And I wish he was there to see that. He's I'm sure he's me. so proud of you. I, I hope so. Yeah. I, <laughs> I really hope so. Absolutely. Which one daily habit of yours do you believe has been game changer for you in your success journey? Chanting Om Namah Shivai 1,000 times every night. Wow. Mm-hmm. Nobody has ever said uh, chanting or even affirmations before, but I think that's uh, really a powerful, powerful one. So Mukta, you yourself is an author, and I'm sure you do read a lot of books. So could you share a book or two that has had a deep influence in your own life. Chitchakti Vilas, or in English as it's called, Play of Consciousness by Swami Muktananda of Ganeshpuri. So I'm sure like, you know, as we have already discussed about the finding those silver lines on the darkest face of our life yeah. and, and, you know, making peace with our past is the part of that. But if you were given an opportunity to go back and start your journey all over again, so what are those three things that you think you would have done differently? Wow, this is quite a question. I think um, in one particular um, instance, uh, one of the things I would do was 
be better prepared at uh, when going in for that assignment i don't think i think preparation is the key for everything but i was not that prepared uh, mentally or intellectually for the assignment perhaps i should have not taken that assignment at that point in time i should have it was uh, extremely uh, exciting but i should have taken a call not to accept it and wait for some time if i could get it back again if it was possible i think that is one thing i would uh, do differently in that particular case i think uh, secondly i would i don't know i think i would be more patient with people which i'm not i don't have too many regrets in my life i really don't because i believe in just working things out uh, no point in fussing over it if being you, a mediation specialist uh, you yourself can, <laughs> i mean just you know uh, forget about it or resolve it i think that that's that's what i feel and uh, third thing i think i would say that there have been times in my life when i have uh, once or twice trusted too easily and i won't do that because i got hurt okay so i think those things i would definitely sure so i have got one last question left for you cool. but uh, before i ask that question if people would like to get in touch with you and maybe uh, know more about your work and programs and maybe get your book what's the best possible way for them to reach out to you my books are available on uh, amazon.in they are available on uh, flipkart they are available in major stores like crosswords and or crossword or many crossword stores <laughs> and jayco publishing house of also and the easiest way to get in touch with me is through my author page on facebook which is uh, let's talk dot before the problem and that is uh, the show fire way of messaging me or asking me anything that you need to ask and i do not answer strange questions funny questions personal questions guys make sure that you get in touch with mukta and pick her book the code awaken uh, the wisdom of your heart hidden wisdom hidden wisdom of your heart absolutely and i'm sure you will find it a interesting read because as we have already discussed about the format of the book a uh, quote a small story and followed by the code that mukta has shared on each of those stories and contemplation questions which are really powerful and i'm sure the seven different scenes or deadly scenes which mukta would like to call uh, if you would want to you know keep a check on each of these different you know Uh, deadly sins yeah. attributes then make sure that you know you you uh, get her book and i'll list down all the links and resources that we have discussed on this episode on so note space so make sure that you check the description or the so note space on the website samukta here's the last question for you okay yeah so imagine that you are standing on the stage of the largest ever built stadium in the entire world and each of those seats on that stadium is filled and let's say there are millions of people on that stadium and they are passionately and eagerly sitting there waiting for you to share something and maybe listen to what you have to say and you were given 
only one minute of the time to share the most important lesson that you have learned in your life, what would be your message? It would be what Lord Krishna said in the Bhagavad Gita, which uh, simply translated is that don't ever go too high in life with your success. Don't ever go too low because you felt you have lost or been defeated. Always, always remain equable. So go easy on yourself. You're human. You're evolving. Be kind to yourself. Love yourself. And remember that the middle path, the mental balance, is the most important thing. You have to stay in this race. You cannot win every point. You don't have to lose every point. But you have to stay on track in the race until the very end. That is the most important thing that you can do for yourself. Keeping on going is success. Remaining balanced in ups and downs is success. Loving what you do is success. Think about yourself from this viewpoint first. You will avoid a lot of heartache in your life. This has been phenomenal having this conversation with you, Mukta. Thank, Thank you. you so much for coming here. I truly appreciate that. Thanks. Thanks a lot for having me. Thank you. There you have it. Guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Inspiring Talk. If this is your first time listening to this podcast, please be informed that you can access all our past interviews by searching for The Inspiring Talk on your favorite podcast app. And if you have been listening to this show for a while, make sure that you send your feedback about the show or topics and guests you would like me to cover on the show by recording your message by visiting theinspiringtalk.com forward slash speak. That is the inspiring talk.com forward slash speak. You can access all the resources and links mentioned on this episode by visiting theinspiringtalk.com forward slash 59. That is theinspiringtalk.com forward slash 5959. Finally, as Mukta said, be in control of your emotions. Don't let someone disturb your inner peace. Reflect on what has happened and why has it happened. This will help you in keeping check of your emotions, start a journal and stay inspired to your journey towards greatness. Thank you so much for listening. I'll catch you in the next. Now, go out there and do something inspiring. <laughs>